Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. Welcome in the basement. Okay. Twist right, and shout. Twist and shout. Oh, well, chill out, chill out, chill out, Snowflake. Um, welcome to Kickback TV. <laughs> hey, uh, stop finishing me with your ass. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pause. I was like, ooh, that's a, quite a word to choose. Hey. You just got penetrated? Mm. Moving on. Don't do this. Was it fun for you? Moving on. Would you do it again? Don't do this. Moving on. Don't do this. So, this is Kickback TV. Welcome to Kickback TV live from Atlanta, also known as the Black CNN, and the revolution will be televised. I'm new, the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. I'm right back at it. Shaolin. Fantastic. Ow! What's up, y'all? It's your girl, So Mellow, also known as Melanie Dion of House Forehand. The... Queen of Creeps, the Breaker of Men, also known as the Conscious Creep. Oh! Yay! Well, I got it out today. Well. <laughs> you practiced that shit earlier. I didn't, but I was running it through my mind. <laughs> like, I need to say this I correctly mad. today. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. What's up, y'all? JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing nerds with attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hey, y'all. I'm Pandora Alexis, a.k.a. Curls. I do adore on IG. I'm the learned hippie otaku. And I'm ready to do the show. Did I do that? No, you did that. Okay, good. I'm ready to do the show. I think you did it. No, you you just did that. Usher face. All right. So let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. Let's get ready to rumble. All right, y'all. So let's get into the topics. Um, As you all know, usually JB and Mel will have the topics. Mm -hmm. And I provide the beauty of the show. That's nice. And then Pandora just kind of chimes in with her. I have the brains because he's beauty, but it's vacuous in there. And his brain's vacuous, which... Google it if you don't know. But vacuum is vacuous? empty. Don't you ever call me vacuous again. The fuck wrong with anyway, you? Anyway, so let's start on uh, the first topic mean? of the day. She she just defined it. I did. Oh. I, I did, actually. Because um, I knew you didn't know. Like, you know, most of us are from the DMV area. And one except of the for shows me. I'm the only one. There, one of the radio stations up there is 93.9 WKYS. Mm-hmm. And... Let's just say they had a, a show that went awry on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So earlier in the week, um, the show, if you don't know, the morning show is called The Fam. Um, and the hosts on that show are Danny Starr, Quicksilver, and DJ Five Nine. And on Tuesday, um, Danny, they had a little topic, a little discussion about how she was looking for a nanny. Um, and I posted an ad on Instagram and she had several responses from people who were interested in being her nanny. Her nanny like suddenly quit on her cause she had family issues. Cool. So, um, she shows quick in DJ five, nine, the picture of the woman who had applied and she was pretty much like, yeah, I'm not hiring this girl. She's like too pretty. Like, nah, that's not happening. That's like dangling a steak in front of a lion. Cool. Meaning her husband, her significant her, other, yeah. her person. Cause she has been married in the past. Um, and apparently her husband, her ex-husband cheated on her. So let's just put that out there as well. So she said, you know, her and her person had agreed that they were not going to hire this woman. Well, quick and five, nine took it upon themselves. Um, well, actually, no, let me run this back. The woman reached out to the radio station and, um, got in touch with the producer about coming on the show because she wanted to air her side. As far as I'm concerned, she has no side. She's not important in this in the story. All. I don't know why At they all. felt the need to bring her on, At but they all. did. So, um, they bring the show, the girl onto the show. Um, and of course, Danny responds negatively. She's like, I don't know why y'all brought this bitch on here in the first place. But anyway, um, there was a back and forth exchange between Danny and the girl. They never released her name. Um, and Danny was basically like, well, since y'all want to have her on the show so bad, I, y'all could let her take my spot. And she ends up walking off the show. And then there's been several developments to the story that that have happened that have come about since then. Like uh, Quicksilver's wife ends up calling into the show, basically telling him he's wrong. And then the next day, she ends up retracting her statement. And there's just a lot going on with this story. Yeah, and I, I want to get real quickly. I want to go into all of the 
goings on. Yeah. So initially it was thought that DJ Quicksilver and DJ Five Nine ambushed Danny Starr and brought this girl on her without her knowledge and just kind of said, now you got to deal with this. We're going to bring the girl that you didn't want to be your nanny on the show. Deal with it. And on the show, they were being antagonizing to Danny. I'll, I'll say that. Um, everybody know me knows I used to, uh, I was a rapper, Noodle Mayor, and DJ Quicksilver hosted my mixtapes um, back in the DMV. Um, so that's my guy. Um, but I'll say this, that everybody was kind of like quick and 5'9", uh, ambushed Danny, and it was messed up to do. I felt like, from what I understood, they ambushed her too, and I thought it was messed up to do as well. But I also know um, his character. I know the dudes. I, I, I'm like, something, I can't, everybody makes a mistake at the most, you know what I'm saying? But it, it doesn't feel quite right to me. Um, and I defended him online and everything. And um, come to find out, uh, Quick and his wife, after she cussed him out on the air, um, come to find out that they both released statements saying that it was more to this story she understood more now, and Quick was like, I was going to be quiet, but now my character's being assassinated, so I'm going to speak out at some point. And that I had us all like, well, what does that mean? What happened? Did you not ambush her? Did you, did you ambush her? Did, was she in on it? What, like, what's really going on? And um, Kathy Hughes got involved, and she suspended DJ 59 and DJ Quicksilver from the show on, this happened on Thursday. She suspended them from the show Maybe on you Friday. Well, Kathy Hughes is the owner of Radio 1 and TV 1. And by the way, TV 1 has a very good special called Uncensored. And we did Rick Ross's episode last week, Tiffany Addison, the week before that. <laughs> Nia Long, Bay, or something, Nia, I just want to say. Okay, or something, Nia Long. So that's a really good show. You should watch it. Um, but Kathy Hughes is the owner of those networks, um, TV One and Radio One. And she got involved, in, and um, she suspended the fellas all of Friday. So Friday was a total woman's day on WKYS 93.9 in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Um, all of the men took the day off. Um, but then she since released a statement saying that now she understands the full story based on the investigation they did. And she agrees with Danny, who came on and said, Quick, and uh, DJ Five Nine, they didn't really ambush her. It was a miscommunication. Everything was kind of confused. And she supports Danny's statement that the fellas are good guys and they wouldn't do that. And she's going to give them everybody the week off to kind of cool out and kind of get everything back together. And then they'll be back, not tomorrow Monday, but the following Monday. Mm -hmm. So, having said all of that, it looks like there was some kind of prank that was supposed to happen and it didn't quite go over well I, um, they weren't very specific so I don't know what the prank allegedly was maybe the prank was to make her think they had the model there and make the model go at her and then quick and everybody goes at her too and then she gets mad and storms out but um, th this is me guessing this is me inferring and predicting I don't really fucking know because they're not being uh, very transparent Absolutely. But what we found out is either it's damage control or it really was just a prank that went wrong. Um, that went too far. Um, and that's where we're at now. Um, I still stand by my statement. The way it played out, I think the Quick and DJ Five and I were wrong. If it was just a prank that went too far, okay, cool. I also say that that doesn't define who they are. Because I know Quick. And I, I say it, like I said it online. When everybody, when, when niggas in D.C. was hating on me and trying to do little, throw a little assault that I put together like a super label with all the top DC rappers. Whenever I was hating on that shit and trying to tear our shit apart, um, Quick stood up and was like, I'm with you. Like, I'm going to ride with you. Like, they can't turn me against you. So I, I rolled with him on that. And I'm confused by it all. Okay. Having the total information. I had very strong opinions in the beginning. I had very strong opinions in the middle. Now that we're like, we don't know what the hell happened, I don't have a strong opinion no more. Yeah, all I can really say is this, new Like, that whole nanny situation, the selection of a nanny, is a real sensitive area in a lot of different ways. And when the mom says no, like, then then it's it's over at that point. Like, that, that, pers that person doesn't need to be involved in anything at that point from my perspective. So when I first read the article that we sent out and prepped for the show, I was like... This is a little odd, you know. This is out of Quick's character, you know. He's a family man, you know what I'm saying? I can't imagine, you know, if his if his wife or you know, and and they're selecting a nanny, and his wife is like, no, he gonna like 
try and finagle some way to have the chick around. Like, mm-hmm. I just, it didn't compute to me. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say about it. It just doesn't compute. It just seems odd to me. I mean, I think it was, even if it was a publicity stunt, um, I think it was distasteful. Um, and the whole reason, you know, of the men saying, oh, well, we're trying to make sure that this, you know, that people are aware of the bias against pretty women and all that, you know, stuff. As a pretty woman, I mean, I I recognize a certain amount of privilege in my life. I was just talking to New about this early when all this stuff was coming out about how, you know, I do have privilege um, being a pretty woman. And sure, you might be biased against sometimes this is human nature. But like, like JB said, it's it, it's my house. <laughs> You're not going to tell me who could come into my house and raise my children. Thank you. Um, it doesn't matter. And this isn't the federal law. You can't come in there saying, oh, you didn't violate it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. So I feel like that whole little BS thing of, oh, well, we wanted to point out bias against pretty women. No. Okay, that's just, that, that's total BS to me because just no. Um, <laughs> sure, there might be a little bit of bias against us because that's like every group ever, but it's not something to be pointed out and especially not in this instance where it's a mother dictating how her children will be taken care that's of that's a much bigger um, issue it's a much yeah so and it's not just pre- a pre- the attack wasn't just against pretty women i guess it was against ig models so so uh, no, i won't say i won't say attack i'll say that i don't want to i don't necessarily want to ig model me and my name you know what i'm saying because like what are your real qualifications right like if you're I mean, doing that what well, that that's just how I that's just news two cents. But I will say this: I talked to a lot of my Murray homies. You, you can rebuttal me after. I get nah, this you interrupted my comments. But go ahead. Jesus, you, you know what? You know where you go because I don't want you getting me kicked off the show like they did quick enough. So you just go. I don't. I thought they were just taking a break. Right, but but, but, you, but I also wanted to say that it was a little things. bit discuss. It was a little bit disgusting that it was something that that was done on International Women's Day. Um, especially to uh, to do that, and even if it was a prank, um, it was inexcusable the way they patronized her and the way that they treated her and the way that they backed the other girl. It was disgusting. It wasn't cool. It doesn't ma- like it doesn't matter if it was a prank. It was it was distasteful. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm I didn't fine. like the fact that they let that girl stay on the show for a whole nother hour mm-hmm. after the fact after Danny had already left. As far as I'm concerned, this this girl's an opportunist. I feel like she. Knew, because she knew that they were talking about him and because she has other aspirations outside of being a nanny mm-hmm. and she wants to be like an actress and a model and other shit and a singer and I feel like right. she used that opportunity as a way to kind of get herself out there even though we we still don't know who we she don't is. know her they, name they, they didn't say her we name. still don't know her name and, and, for, and for the record it's not Lena Chase shout out to my homegirl Lena she's supposed to be on the show like what, two three years ago it didn't quite work out but that's not homie back in DC shout out to all the IG models back at home um, I, I've met them all and Lena did I'm not. I'm sure you have. But in any case, right. I still feel like she was an opportunist and she was using this as a way to kind of yes get herself out there. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point in time, that if, we'll find out who this girl is. We'll find out. And I'm sure she's posting about it too. And it will eventually It'll, get it's out. It's going to eventually And then she'll out. have her five minutes of fame and she'll mm-hmm. try to work that out into it's something a reality else. show or something. Right, show. into something else. Because that is the world we live in now. Um, and I... No, I just, yeah. I don't care. And honestly, I was, I was mad. I didn't even listen to the conversation at first because I was so irritated. Just even reading about it. I was just like, I don't know if I have the, like, I just, I'm so tired of it. And honestly, um, Danny, big, you know, good for you, girl, for being, you know, the bigger person. But, uh, fuck that. I'm tired of, uh, just saying it's okay. I'm sorry. It, it's okay for men to behave this way. It's okay for people to behave this way. It's not okay. And if somebody is wrong, you got to call them out on it. So good for you for forgiving them. But it needs to be definitely talked about that they were wrong. It doesn't matter if it was a prank. Uh, to me, it was it was something that was distasteful. And it doesn't seem like Danny was appraised of the whole situation either way. It, she was ambushed in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And uh, good for her. But I'm I'm done with that. Yeah. yeah, and and I, I I I'll just conclude with um something that was kind of a little light more lighthearted. Um, I put it on Instagram and Facebook and everything, but um I was talking to some of my coworkers. I actually talked to you about it too, but um a couple of my coworkers, the female coworkers, about the nanny situation. If they would be comfortable with a quote unquote Instagram model, like some beautiful woman with a crazy body being their nanny, and they were like, no, you know, because men can't control themselves and this this this, and I was just like. Like, I, one, I'm not fucking the help. Like, I, I'm not doing that. Um, but whatever kind of help she is, because I'm not fucking the help. 
But it happens all the time. It happens all the time. It, it, no, it does. No, it men does. say it that does. all the time. It does. I, I was. Speaking. I think I even said that to you. No, yeah, you can. Yeah. Always, no, men always speak for themselves. I'll never do this, and then they do it. Shit, T.I. fucked his nanny, which is why he. he, well, he, he allegedly fucked his nanny. He did. He, he alleged. Can you prove it? Were you there? Were you in the building? Do we have pictures of his dick going in a pussy? No. Okay. Well, then, then you don't know. That's exactly well, what a whole nigga says. Exactly. That's what that you could tell he's had this discussion with a girlfriend before. Do you have proof? Do you have proof? It never happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't don't deny the funk. We all know. We all know. We all, JB? First of all, I'm a virgin. JB? First of all, I'm a virgin. First of no, all, I'm, I'm a virgin. I'm going to step away no, no. before the lightning First, strikes. I'm a virgin, so I didn't have any kind of conversation. Where are you going, man? I'm preparing for the lightning strike. Yeah. Like, oh, my. Wow. Anyway, wow. Anyway. So, so no, 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 no. We don't have to talk about that. The only part of you that is virgin is maybe your beard. Virgin hair. Yeah, like, yeah, it's been a lot of juices on it. Oh, Jesus, nasty. Can we pass? Can we go? Lustrous it is. Can we go? Can we continue on? Are we done? Are we done? Yeah, are we done with that topic? Yeah. Uh, that topic, whatever topic you was just about to cover, we're done with. So yeah. you can just cut, shut it, to turn so, the mic off. DJ Khaled so. released a new song with uh, Jay Z and Future and Beyonce on it. And I know New loves this song because he put it on the page. I didn't talk about way back. I did a double with Maybach. Apparently. I did a double. Oh, man. You sound like an old man. He does. <laughs> he does. He's telling my daddy. <laughs> Call me daddy. No. Um, um, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, so the uh, uh, DJ Khaled, Future, Jay-Z, Beyonce. Get it together. DJ Khaled, Future, Jay-Z, and Beyonce have a new song. It's called Top Off. Um... Uh, I like the song. Um, yes, a lot of people don't like these Jay Z Future collabs. They, they feel like it's, it's, it's genre bending in a negative way. Um, I dig it because, I mean, I was late. I'm late to the party. I just started liking Future like two years ago. So I admit it, I'm late to the party. But I do like Future. Is that really late? If you started liking them two years ago? I was late. And I, like, everybody was. I started liking Future here, because yeah. everybody told me, like, mm-hmm. you're stupid, like, you're crazy for not liking them. And I was like, okay. You know, I, we live in Atlanta, of course. Kickback TV live from Atlanta. I'm from D.C. And I was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't like that shit. And then, but I was here, and, like, it, 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 Future was, like, that guy. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yeah. Okay, let me try to listen. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I do like Future. Yeah. Um. Listen here, Spellman Knight. You're not gonna get on my nerves today on this show. Stick to the topic. Yeah. Okay, back to the topic. So, um, so I like this song. A lot of people didn't like it, but there were a couple of things that I wanted to mention about the song. One is DJ Khaled's first single off his next CD, and DJ Khaled is like a, the only DJ to have like ten albums. Like this nigga keeps. What about drums? And another. Is he not a rapper? Not not ten. Oh, okay. Well, if you do gangster group mixtapes. Gangster Griffiths. <laughs> That's, how That's how they say it. That's Lil John. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you said gangster girls. So. I remember Lil John. Is, yeah. He sampled Lil John voice saying it. Um, so I like the song. I thought the song was pretty good. Um, interesting fact about the song: one Jay Z dissed George Zimmerman because if you guys don't remember, we covered it on the show. George Zimmerman sent a threat, a thinly veiled threat to Jay Z, mm-hmm. like I killed Jay Z. I don't care. Da, da, da. And Jay Z was like, Georgie Porgy Zimmerman sending me threats. Your fat ass couldn't even beat a flight of steps. Like, I killed that fuck boy with my own hand. It, it's just gangster. I, I, I love that because it was Trayvon. You know what I'm saying? So I, I fuck with Jay saying that. And then B got on there and talked about, you know, people partying with her and having fun <laughs> and doing what she do. And she shouted out Tiffany Haddish, maybe not in the most uh, complimentary way, because Tiffany told a story about how um, a female actress was talking to Jay-Z and kind of put a hand on his chest, like, and laughing. Ha, ah, ha, you so funny, Jay. And Beyonce walked up like, Get your head off my, my nigga chest, like, fuck you doing? And so Tiffany told a story. And so Beyonce has a line in the song, but she says, if you want to party with the queen, you're going to have to sign a non-disclosure. Tiffany, and um, she says Tiffany Haddish's name. And um, it's because of that story. But the, the the funniest part about it is Tiffany didn't know she said her name in the song because it's an ad-lib and on, you know, pretty low on the track. So when she finally heard it, she made these all these tweets about it. And she's like, you know, I love Beyonce. I'll fuck a bitch up for Beyonce. Like, y'all got it fucked up. And wait a minute. My name just got shouted out in the song with Beyonce, Jay-Z, Future, and Khaled. Like, I've made it. Nigga, I made it. 
<laughs> and um, I, I'm enjoying Tiffany's journey. I watched her Uncensored on TV One. Mm-hmm. We talked about earlier TV One, Radio One, Kathy Hughes. I watched her special, and it just feels good to see Tiffany continually growing. Like, mm-hmm. like that, 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 that's the homie. She you know? is like, I don't know her. She strikes me as very feels down like to earth. Though. Yes, like yeah, very it, down yeah, to yeah, earth. And a lot of homie. people are really threatened by her. I just wanna, I just wanna point that out real quick. That um, just as a quick aside, is that we have to stop wanting blackness to be defined as a certain way. There's all kinds of black folks out there. And Tiffany Haddish shouldn't be getting shamed and being told that she should act like a better Negro because white folks are going to get scared and, oh, my God, look at how ratchet she... No, there's all kinds of black folks out there. There's all kinds of experience. And let Tiffany live. That's all I got to say. Okay. Um, DJ Clue has three, the professional one, two, and three. Um, Khaled is, like, by far um, the, the, the DJ with the most albums. Uh, animal success DJ as Clue. far as albums go. Um, right. Cluminati. I, I fuck Cluminati. You know what I'm saying? He brought up DJ Envy from Breakfast Club. That's his. Ooh. That's his little homie. So, okay. so Clue has got a legacy. Um, but I'll say uh, shout out to Tiffany and, and real nigga said do do what you do, Tiff. I got your back. It ain't mine going against me. I ain't mad. So you good? Right. Only people going against me is Mel and Alexis. Lots of people. Wow, Moving on to our what the fuck story. What the fuck day? Are we done with that? Or yes. Are you done? <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> Donald Trump, shut up, stupid award. Shut up, stupid. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? What? So. It has been brought to the attention of the people that the, I guess the arresting officer for Meek Mill is a dirty cop. There was a list of dirty cops released um, in Philly, and his name was on it. His name is Reginald Graham, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. he made that list. And mm-hmm. so hopefully this newfound information will work in uh, Meek Mill's favor in getting him out of jail because we all know he's in prison right now for what, like one Papa or three years? Yeah, one yeah. to three years for, for popping a probation Willie. violation. Right, which he was on probation for forever. Yeah, yeah. This, this yeah. yeah he's been on probation for over, it was 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. And like, oh, yeah. like I, he was on probation for 10 years. Um, probation is the, I, I, I promise you, if if I ever catch another charge, I will go to jail. I will not do probation. Probation is the most nerve-wracking bullshit shit Ever, it's designed to fail. It's, like, yeah, it's designed to fail. It's like, a debtor's prison like, thing. Yeah, it, it, it's... It's, it's, li- yeah, like, it's, it's a terrible thing. Like, 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 it's literally you know, a debtor's prison. It's literally a debtor's prison. It's literally... Literally. It's literally against the law in the United States that put people in jail for owing money, but probation does just, just that. that. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? When I was violated and went to see the judge, and the judge said to me, we're not running a debtor's prison here. But we are, sir. Bitch, I've been in jail for weeks. I lost my job, everything. But you're not running a debtor's prison. And that's the thing. Like, I'm yeah, sorry. like I probation just, just fucks your whole life. Yeah, like you get violated, life. your whole life is over. And then you got to pay the money. And then where's my job to pay yeah, the money? Well, right. guess what? You're going back to jail. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't find a job if I'm in jail. That's like Victim. the niggas for child support. Victim. What are you trying yeah, to do? I don't, yeah, yeah, it's, I understand. It's, it's bad. It's bad all the way around. It's, I, I hope I hope that Meek's lawyers are able to use this information because apparently I hope like, so. his name lit up the investigation like a Christmas tree when they when they talked about corrupt officers. They are saying like not only that he's a corrupt officer, like he's like one of the more corrupt officers. Not not one investigation by internal affairs, several investigations and, by and, internal and, affairs. And and that's scary that we can have police officers that have had all the like that are obviously corrupt. The system is just allowing them to be out here. And the fact that and, and so many people will judge those who get arrested so harshly, like, oh well they shouldn't be breaking the law. Oftentimes, like a lot of times, these people are not bringing the law. I mean, I know like all of my altercations with the police have been things that I was not doing anything or like I was trying to leave a situation and got pulled back into it because of the police. So now I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I've never been arrested, in my opinion, for something I actually did. I've done a lot of dumb shit. But I ain't get arrested for that shit. Me, yeah, me too. Like, like I've done like, stuff like, to get arrested. Like if you, for. If, if, if we're talking about what we've done in our lives, oh yeah, I should be arrested. Yeah, I should. Yeah. What but I actually we was arrested right. for? 
was bullshit. Because the police are never around when you need them either. Like, when you when you need the police, like, they're never there. Now, I'm one of the jokes out of the Flavor Flav, Flavor of Love, circa 1991, um, one years old. Just, you know, that whole thing. So, I watched Flavor of Love. Yeah, yeah, on VH1 yeah, yeah. with Flav, New York. Flav, Flav, Flav used to be a rapper. I know. Just, 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 he was a hype man. Yeah, just, just, I know, he just, was a hype no, man. He rapped as well. He had his own song. But he was a hype man. He rapped as well. Just like Will Smith was a rapper too before he did a TV show. Oh, I, I know you don't know that. But. So, um, so Reginald Graham, you get the Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award. Shut, shut Up Stupid. Shut Free Meek Mill. It's stupid or Free Meek Mill, because regardless of all the whatever he did, he was arrested for popping a willy. And he's going to do one of three years for popping a willy. Did he do some other shit? We're not talking about that. He was arrested for popping a willy on a motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on um, moving to on. our Baloo Grind and Shine Award. This award goes out to our home team. Goes out to Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, KD. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is going to give ten million dollars to the Prince George's County Public School System, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that they can invest that money into basically a kind of like a college preparatory program. Yeah, it's like a college movement program mm-hmm. is, is the way they call it. It's to it's to really fast track kids mm-hmm. and get them into college, help them out with all of that financial mm-hmm. aid, financial aid, all of that, testing, right? and all that. The stats show that they've run like 3,000 other kids through this program mm-hmm. in other states so far. So this is an established like foundation. Mm-hmm. The, the great part, the part that I applaud personally, he's pumping $10 million into PG County. You know, and we all know, three of us know what it was for PG County back mm-hmm. in the day. You know what I'm saying? Unless so, she went to Roosevelt. <sighs> only one of us did that. Yeah. The rest of the rest of us did not go to where'd school. you go to school to private school <laughs> I was like, where'd you go to school JB there was a hell of a lot of financial aid involved which is still why went? you still went to a private school which it's is okay. why I applaud Kevin Durant for what he's doing <laughs> I mean no we're not saying because he said he's like you were like only one of us did that we're like well you went to like private a, a private school <laughs> and then went to Harvard afterward right. I mean mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I always stayed the fuck away from PG County Public Schools. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't go to. Uh, P, I didn't go to school to PG. I, I was. I'm in the Dakotas in DC. Shout really? out uptown. On my uptown, nigga, we just uptown. I, I actually got. Well, Mel, I said. Well, y'all actually got to see uptown. Like, well, you know, Mel is from there. I'm gonna say Mel is from there. But, but she got to see my part of uptown, so we got to ride through. We, and I was at my high school right down there. I think you was sleeping in the car. I was like, they were my high school. She slept. Okay, never mind. But yeah, we drove past the jump. We showed you showed us backers. You didn't. Oh, so you we showed backers. We didn't see. We, didn't see we, we, we drove past fifth. We, we drove past fifth, fifth in Georgia. Hey. What? Hey. Okay. So okay. anyway. All right, we're not gonna talk about cooters anymore. Shout, Shout out, out to all KD. my cool as a coach. They some foolish folks. Yeah. Shout out to KD for, for doing what he's doing, being who he's being, mm-hmm. um, keeping his motherfucking nose clean, just being a huge role model, a huge, you know, person for us to emulate in our community. And, and he also brought them, yes, brought them I was here. I he took them kids the, to the uh, African American 300 kids Museum. to the African American Museum. Uh-huh, um, while we were home. Mm-hmm. It, while we were home. Instead of going to the White House, he yeah. took kids from C. Pleasant to the African American Museum with all the Golden State Warriors. Yep. So KD, like, like, he's that guy. Loving you, my nigga. Like, you, you on your LeBron shit. I was about to say, he and LeBron are both like, we're yeah. giving back to the community. When and we, it is much needed. <laughs> just, just as a quick aside, when it's all said and done, we may all sit back and say, LeBron is the most philanthropic. I said that right? Yes. With uh, African American people in the United States of any athlete ever. Like, not Muhammad Ali, not. Mm-hmm. Out the edge, it may really be LeBron James, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, arguably one of the top five basketball player of all time. And what he's doing to for the black community, he's number one. Like nobody, like Oprah ain't did what he did. Like LeBron is like black people in America. I don't like that gets slept on. It gets pushed aside. You know, he cries a lot. He does a lot of shit. But real nigga shit, when it's all said and done, maybe. As of today, but if not today, maybe when it's all said and done, LeBron may be the most philanthropic uh, African American who's given back to the inner city in fucking history. 
Just, just as a quick aside, if you don't know, know what I'm talking about, Google it. We'll talk about it at the end of his career. We'll see where he stacks mm-hmm. up. But, like, Slim, like, yeah, he loves the people, you know. Yeah, like, he does. He gives yeah. real for our people in the next five to ten years all of this philanthropic work. Because not only are you giving people opportunities to build their own futures, you're imbuing them with the concept of success means that I pay it forward. Mm-hmm. You know Which what I'm saying? Which is what we need in our community. <laughs> so I feel like if we're I, I can't, successful. I can't wait yeah. to see this snowball really start yeah. to roll downhill. You know what I'm saying? I definitely That's feel like I'm if you were that successful, you have a responsibility to pay it forward, to make sure that your other people who come up behind you have a better opportunity as well. It's, yeah. You know, just like our parents. They wanted us to have a better opportunity than Absolutely. they did. So if you are in that position to give, um, make sure that you do. You know, help your people out because we definitely need Absolutely. it. Absolutely, because when I'm in a position, I always help out Mill, Lex, and JB. Right. I'm like, I got so y'all. Don't even worry about nothing. Uh, I'm gonna pay for your college. What's the next topic? Shout out to Nas, okay? Because Nas just had a forty you said million. Now or Nas? Nas for his forty oh. million dollar come up. Um, Nas invested in Ring. Yes. Ring. They yeah, are the. Take this yeah. So Ring. Ring is Ring is the company that I know you see their commercials online <laughs> all the time. They have the internet based doorbells that work through your Wi Fi system. You hit the doorbell button and then you can see their face on your phone. The ones they got. Yeah, the one. Yeah, I got I got two of them. Yeah. So actually, I have three of them. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he apparently invested early in the company, invested significantly in the company. Mm-hmm. So when they were bought out for what was it, four point two billion, one point two billion dollars, he came up on a forty million dollar payout. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we gotta be doing, folk. Like that's what the fuck it is. If you got some bread set aside, money moves opportunities. That's called money moves. Power moves and build wealth. But you must be smart about it. You can't just invest your money. Yeah, into yeah. Anything. White white people step aside for a second. What did, what did Jay-Z say? Secret. Y'all niggas taking advances, huh? Me and my niggas taking real chances, uh. That's what it is. That's the chances. That's There's a saying. disconnect. We don't call that money over here. Yeah. He said, uh, I'm also trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for nine ninety nine. Y'all better listen. Look, that's that's what we was that's what we've been talking about. That's black economics, yeah. That's group economics. We got to black do it. Black people have one point two trillion dollars of buying power. I was just reading an article about how, you know, black folks we just we don't know enough about the system to be able to twerk it. Like, you know, like we gotta remember like property is power in this country. Like I have customers who have bought land for like, you know, a million dollars that jump worth like ten million now, like three years later. Huh. <laughs> and um, it's important so think about it and how black people don't invest in the stock market like we gotta stop behaving the same way the um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results we have to start thinking differently that's what I got uh, um, I don't know what this means but I'm we're going to talk about it. We're going to mention it. Scott Maddox said invest in VOO. V-O-O. I'm just going to hit like Let's on that comment. And, the- and we'll figure that out I, at some I, point. I forgot who VOO was. Break that down, Scott. Because I, I, I remember the name VOO, but I do not remember what the company actually does. So, so add more to the comments, please. Yeah. So uh, Katie and Nas, both of y'all get that grind and shine Grindy. award. Yes. Grind and shine. Yes. Bling. Uh, you know, are we taking break or what we no, got? No, we're still we, we haven't gotten there yet because we need to talk about Joel Santana dumbass, oh, who actually should probably go up into the. Well, I don't know. Show He's stupid. a runner up for show, for show, for show. He is a strong runner up for the so, show. Stupid award behind Joel Santana from Dipset, Dipset, Dipset. We had a Dipset joke this year, like no, it was, it was, was no, it was, it was lame. It was funny. He said um, make like a like he said make like a set and dip. Which does that's not the joke because it's like you know like make that's like a tree and joke? leave. No, you can't. You. I can, I can, if you. You can can't say, just take the word and half it and make then like if well the, the two separate words. I didn't have anything. If you can say make like a tree and leave or make it like a banana and split, I can say make like a dip like a set and dip. That doesn't work. It, it works. It doesn't if, because if, it's if, not. If you're black, it works. Moving so, on. Moving on. Um, Joel Santana, whose real name is LaRon, LaRon James. James. I did not know that. I saw that <laughs> shit. His name is LaRon James. It's LaRon. Jesus. 
She gonna punch you. I am. I'm gonna punch you. It, it, shit it, 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 it ain't gonna hurt. It ain't gonna hurt. I'm gonna get some of those puffy add, gloves that you blow up. Like, you know, just man. let her go to work. I'm gonna buy two pairs of them. I'm gonna let you go to work on the day. Y'all ain't gonna let the man defend himself. No. Damn. Damn. I was like, I wanna see a fight. Mel was like, nah, I wanna see an ass whooping. I know, I know, I know, I know. So, he's going through airport TSA and had a gun in his bag and he fled the scene and hopped in a cab and dipped. I can, I can only he's imagine so how that looked. Dip like. set, he dip set? Dip set, dip set, dip set. Oh, you like the joke? Thank you. I'm not, high five. I'm not high five you, but I, but I, you agree with my joke. I, I, I agree with my you. My nigga. I don't think it, I don't think it my works. My nigga. How does it relate it to work, It worked. You don't get it because you're white. Damn. Like I said, Damn. you're all about colorism, so that's fine. I'm not about colorism. It's about personationalism. No. Anyway, like we didn't we just you're go like, over the fact like, that there's all different like types a, of black like people? So Oreo. are you shaming you're me? Light skin Oreo. So you're shaming me? Right. Anyway, you're so light skin Oreo. shut up, boy. I'm a man, boy. <laughs> God, okay, let, let's, let's continue. What? Hey, stop it! These motherfuckers in here. Lunch in the night. It's hot, nigga. I'm sorry. All right, so. So this Christmas school, like, it's all bad. Like, he came up in the airport with a suitcase. Now, he's not the first rapper to be involved in this type of stupid-ass Or shit. person at all. Yeah, and I, I don't understand this on a variety of different levels. So you get caught trying to carry a firearm mm -hmm. in your suitcase, but you're carrying it on, like, carry-on luggage or whatever. Um, you're a rapper, so you're paid, but you don't have a license for the firearm or whatever. So then you decide to run, like that's gonna somehow <laughs> like help. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a roll out in in and hop in the cab, and, and they're else. never gonna find me. Yeah, and you're Jewel Santana, and my address is all over all of the flight shit that I just confirmed. All he didn't want to go to at that moment. He like I go later. He's like, not today. Maybe that's, maybe not that's right now. Not I'll this go moment. later. He's even more basic because they, they ran up in the studio uh, about a year or two ago. When, um, yeah. Uh, Saki was out. One of my uh, former artists, Saki, was out there with them. And they ran up in the studio. And the police ran up in the studio and shit. So it's a probation violation. So there's some... We talked about probation. So there's a, a, a wanky, iffy factor there that... Oh, that's a violation. That, that could be years. Can we have like, a conversation about why directly the fuck people are bringing firearms to the airport and think that it's okay to like? I, I I'm I, I don't know, GB. They always say they forget they have it. I don't understand that. I'm very calculated as to what's in my luggage. I don't know how others aren't, so I can't. I got nothing, but people seem to annually. There's a rapper every fucking year that has year. a gun, two chains. Jewel Santana, Zonique Pullins, um, um, Pandora Alexis. All these people that have gone to airports with guns in their suitcases, and like, oh, I forgot I had the gun. And I was like, how you forget you have the gun in your suitcase? What? I'm gonna slap you. Why? You already know. Damn. Um, that's, why, that's why they carrying guns in their suitcase because people trying to slap them. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't understand how any of this works when you got that kind of money floating around. Where like they're just, they're just. You can and, money done by you class money or intelligence. Oh, money maybe uh, sense either. Kisha said maybe other people pack their luggage. I mean, I, I guess if you have a well, then my assistant fired. Matter of fact, Mel, you're fired. I tell you're you gonna, what, you're gonna pipe my luggage wrong. You you used to say this all. You used to no, come back, come back. You used to say this all the time. Like that dude is the money though. So if I'm the assistant, right. like I'm not it, putting the gun in his bag. Exactly. You don't fuck up the money. Like like. I don't. I'm not gonna give real life examples, but I just say you don't fuck up the money. That's just that's just dumb. Like this nigga's on. Anyway, never mind. It's 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 abundantly stupid for a variety of different reasons. First of all, let me point out this just this one quick thing. 
technically it is not illegal to travel on a plane with a firearm in your quote possession in a big circle sense meaning that you can put a gun in your suitcase and if you have a license for that gun that firearm you have to notify them ahead of time that you intend to travel with firearms and then they check all of your license information for your firearms and they check that bag too yes and then you move the fuck on Under the there bag. there's a way to do that so I just I don't understand this on a variety of levels. You can't turn around and say, oh well, it's real and rah 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 rah. Whatever shit you got going on in the streets, that shit ain't popping off on the plane, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're doing it wrong. But I want to give an example of a little. Lil Caesar made a video uh, for Biggie's Biggie passed away on March ninth. He was killed on March ninth. So I think today is like what the eleventh or twelfth or something. So Lil C's put out a video on March ninth. And he said when Tupac would come into New York, into Brooklyn, he would get on a train with a shoebox full of guns and take them to Tupac so he would be secure in New York. When Tupac left, Cheese would pick up the guns, take them back to where they were, and Tupac would get on a plane and leave and go back to Cali. Like, y'all doing it wrong. Thank you. Like, why are That's you traveling exactly with the guns? Point. You're supposed Thank to you. network and, and politics. Like, if I go to, if I go back home, I got access to guns. If niggas come out here... You know, so I, I don't understand like how these hundred thousandaires, millionaires are getting caught up in this That's dumb exactly shit. That's exactly my point. That's exactly um, my point. I don't know, you know, just uh, uh like I said, uh, definitely a runner up for that for that for that forty five award. Definitely yeah. a runner up for that shut up stupid award. Our question of the day, speaking of guns and airports and all that other shit, is should teachers be armed? Um, y'all president, 45, Donald Trump, um, did this whole speech a few weeks ago about should we arm teachers, kind of leaning towards that. He posed it as a question, but he really it was really a statement. And um, I'm not going to tell you how I feel. I'm not going to tell you what my thoughts are. I think you probably can guess, but I want to hear from you guys. So right now, everybody watching, go into the comments and type out to us your thoughts. Teachers should have guns. Teachers should not have guns. And why? So type those in. We'll read them when we come back. We'll give you our opinion. JB, Mel, myself, Pandora. We'll give you our opinions on the situation. And we'll continue the show. We got a whole other half of the show going. We got to talk about uh, what's going on with Netflix. We got to talk about what's going on in the sports. We got to talk about um, Beyonce's third child. Um from the fourth father of the third daddy. We got to talk about a lot of shit. So come back. We'll be back in about three minutes. We'll take a quick break. And then we'll get into all of those topics. So if you're on Facebook Live watching, um, this is a good bathroom break. We're going to let that Beyonce comment go. Where y'all I, I didn't hear what he said. I think okay. they know what a break is. So, you know, I don't think they know what a break is. <laughs> Because <laughs> he, he always does it. Oh, he always does it. He got he to gotta describe what a break is. During the break, y'all can take a bathroom, but no, nigga, they don't have phones. They can take their phone to the bathroom. This ain't TV, old nigga. That who, was rude. Who on that was watching the show? Takes his shit and watches our show. Who's on the toilet? I, I just want to just send us a message if you ever been on a toilet while you watch the show. Just, just, just shoot me a message. I'm, I'm curious. Real niggas is curious. Y'all, y'all ain't see what I just did, neither.
Like he, uh, I'll touch base. I'll I'll touch on it when we get back on air. But like, man, he made some good comments the other day, and now he's back on his bullshit. Right now he's back. What did he say? Well, how did he back on? He was basically like, um, I know this is very unpopular, but I'm gonna go against the NRA. Like, I remember that. Race. He showed me that. What yeah. did he say recently? That's what I'm talking about. He switched back up. Cause he was. He just missed my whole comment about the White House ignoring. The White House is going to help our teachers. They're backing off their call to raise the minimum age to buy guns. But they're backing off of it. Yes. And they're moving forward to arm teachers. Yes. Like that's a great, yeah. Yeah, so we're picking up right where we left off. But I see a couple of y'all that um, responded. What up, DC Scorpio in the building? I love it when the legends tune in. For y'all that's outside of the DMV or been under a rock the last 20 damn years, DC Scorpio is a goddamn legend. And uh, I always love it when the legends tune in. What up, my G? Whenever you talk about being at the Ibex, when I performed at the Ibex, it was because oh, DC wow. Scorpio brought me to that. Yes. Yes. JB no, JB no. Two or two production. Yeah, what up, Scott? <laughs> Yo. Are you on your Facebook from there while it's on there too? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm amazing in this way. Uh, wow, um, why, why would you have to say anything? What does that have to do with you and not with Facebook? Hey Mel, did you just slide a quote? No. I wanted to take a poll of one. He has one in his hand. Actually, never mind. Too good to smoke my clothes? No, it has nothing to do with that. I just realized if I smoke it, I'll probably get sick. So it's fine. Why would you get sick? Because clothes are something. Okay, so welcome back to the show. Right. Mm -hmm. And nothing to do with He's new the mayor. There you go. The writer. I am. No. No. The, ri no. the righteous no. ratchet. The righteous if ratchet. If you thought he'll catch it. Uh, if you got it, he'll, he'll match, match it. it. Shaolin. Fantastic. Fantastic. There we go. Well done. But who right. am I? Oh, God. It's who Mel are you, Sachala? Melanie Dion. Show from, him who you from, are. From House Forehand, the Queen Bricker of Men, Queen. the Queen, Queen of Creeks, the Conscious Creek. Yeah, you, you messed yeah, it up. Yeah, like I, I messed it up. You did. It's fine. Mess it up, but it's okay. I messed it up all the time. Okay, let's shoot, shoot, shoot. And he's JB Frank. The nerd with attitude. No, the gangster the geek, geek. Representing the nerds with attitude. with attitude. Right. And she's Pandora Alexis, a.k.a. Curls. I do a do on IG. The, I'm the learned, learned hippie otaku. Get out of Bama. I be hating and shit. I want always on my... Ah! <laughs> what she do? Catch you? She grab her beard. She grab her oh, beard. Yank it. <laughs> that's the only way we can control him sometimes, y'all. Because he's just be going Why does he want to control me? That's toxic feminine masculinity. No. What was I saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're trying to say. It's toxic <laughs> female femininity. No, you messed that up. I don't, I don't, Let it go. I don't understand. Let, Let it go. It's toxic femininity. Let it go. It's toxic femininity. Shut your face. <laughs> she tried to put her hand on my face. 
place oh, that's toxic. Toxic female feminine. This sounds like reverse you racism. You sound word. like you're talking about reverse racism. anti-arming teachers for multiple okay. reasons. I feel like teachers are under enough stress as it is. The last thing we need to do is give them the responsibility of having to carry firearms in the event that there's an active shooter on campus. Because um, for various reasons. Like, they're not trained for these things. And then if they were trained, who's going to pay for the training? Who's going to pay for these guns? Like, teachers have bad days all the time. Like, a week after this Florida shooting, there was a teacher in Georgia in Forsyth, oh no, Dalton, who... Just fired a gun because he was having a bad fucking day. Like, no. Teachers don't need guns. Teachers don't need guns. Uh, security guards, the ones that don't use flashlights, they need guns. Police officers need guns. Black men in America need guns. Um, teachers, not so much. Your job is to teach. And I, um, I'm very opinionated on this. I, I'm very uh, resolute in my um, my thoughts because I went to a high school, Coolidge, um, we talked about earlier, in Northwest D.C., where um, there were shootouts in my school from neighborhood gangs um, just beefing with each other, shooting down the hallways. Um, how, However, um, they stopped that. They stopped the shooting in the school because we had a metal detector. We had one entrance with the metal detector that you had to go through to get into the school and you couldn't enter from any side doors. They were all chained like on lean on me. And if you wanted to leave, you had to leave through that same door. Unless you were me, you could go to a side door if you were me because you know everybody. But um, that is a slick, um, what I think the solution should be to the issue. Um, it was foggy at first. Okay. Yes, you are. Um, so I'm totally against um, teachers being armed because it, because you went to school four years for education doesn't mean you can fire a weapon. Doesn't mean you can be trained to fire a weapon. Uh, and and, and what's the protocol here? So there are teachers that are in their sixties and seventies. Are you going to teach them at this point to fire weapons? And firing having a gun and firing a weapon does not prevent a school shooting. Thank you. If I walk into a school and start busting off, it don't matter who has a gun. And these are teachers. These are civilians. They're going to man up and go, you know, they're shooting in a hallway. For $40,000 a year. Yeah. If you're lucky. So I'm like, that doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Army teachers, and this is an idea that's been presented by the um, the wrong right um, for a good period of time. A and long now, time. And now Trump is, y'all, y'all President Trump is championing this idea. Yeah. And this is dumb, man. It just makes you look at the people that are in power like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You know what you scares know, me? fucking teachers. You know what scares me about this more than anything? Like, we've got now, we've got now cops shooting black people in the streets everywhere. And the cops have guns because they've been warranted to have guns by the government. So the government can create bullshit protocols to make it easy for them to shoot black people and get away with it. And now our president is talking about giving other people that are going to be around our children all the time weapons. Yeah. Like, like what, what kind of shadow protocols are going to be implemented, you know, in terms of how these weapons get used in the school? Problem number one. Problem number two, as you guys have stated, none of these motherfuckers are adequately trained for the use of firearms in any sense of the imagination. Number three, statistically speaking, historically speaking, the solution to violence within any context, within any community, has never been to add more weapons. It's never a good idea to say, yeah, this shit is fucked up and violent and crazy. Let's add more guns to the scenario. That's gonna make it somehow safer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just defies all reasonable logic. 
It's so stupid. It is so bad. It is so dangerous. Yeah, and then we have the the whole idea of um, I went to all black school. I think we had one white counselor and one white student. I went to a nigga school. Um, but for people who are in these different areas, you know, more affluent, like you know, uh, I don't know who went to what, but yeah, uh, white teachers. We see what the police are struggling with not killing us. Exactly the police right. are struggling with the concept of not killing innocent black men, innocent black women, innocent black children. It is a struggle to not kill us. So now we're going to give racist teachers guns? How, how do we think they'll respond? And then, how do, and then what, what happens if you have a black teacher who's in the school with an active shooter? Who do you think is going to get shot then? Yeah, the police won't know who the shooter is right. when they walk in and just see guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, are they gonna have special guns hanging from the tags of teachers? Like, don't shoot me! Like, it does. It's not a foolproof plan. And and yeah, I mean, I think everyone can think of at least one teacher that they had while they were co- coming up through the twelve years of schooling that they would not have trusted with a gun. Um, I know mine is Miss Shirley. No, and a whole bunch of my people from back home was like, "Oh my god!" If well, she hell had no, Miss Shirley. Yeah, everybody I was like, about her, I'm like, "Fuck that." Anyway, um, he's like twenty years behind. Twenty years behind. Twenty years behind, like you know. Missouri. When no, you you was in high school like twenty years behind. So you, and, um, how old were you? When did you graduate high school? Nineteen ninety four. I graduated two thousand eight. <laughs> JB graduated ninety three. Why do you always try to throw JB into the mix? <laughs> JB always get pulled into this, y'all. He was like, JB. But JB. But JB. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? Just be like, what did I do? I JB just be sitting there. Yeah, he just be like, huh? JB could literally be reading the Bible. <laughs> literally. literally. I, I, I just let knowledge be born. I just let knowledge be born. That's, that's all I Jesus. do. Just let knowledge be born. Can we add some other knowledge? Like, <laughs> he just be like, the fact that I'm eight but, months um, older than you. But the, the fact is, y'all, is that aiming teachers yeah, is just not the answer. Um, and something that I just recently found out from one of my friends was that um, I don't know about uh, Ro- uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt, and I I don't I'm sure your private school was wasn't like this, but. For um for my school, and I know you said that you had metal detectors. We had metal detectors, and we had locked doors in the school. Like, you couldn't come in. Now, there was this one place that I used to sneak in and out of school, but, like, everybody knew that door was open. Um, no, just skipping school. Anyway, um, and I just recently found out that a lot of schools in affluent areas just have their doors open all the time. Like, oh, you can just yeah, walk in and out of campus, which I was like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. So, the students uh, could just walk in and out. They're like, yeah, why not? I'm like, I never, oh, I, I never even, and, and, and the thing is, is like, and, and, and wow. this is, and I just want to point out why this is important for people to try to put themselves in other people's lives and try to understand what other people have been through. Because to me, that was such a foreign idea. I was like, no, they can't possibly. And my homeboy was like, yes, they do. They just leave the doors literally cocked Wide open, like open. open. And I was like, this is crazy. That would have never, like, we had security guards at our school. We had metal detectors at our school. Like, it was not, like, people walked around the hallways. Like, it wasn't. I just can't imagine. So, yeah, it, arming it, it, teachers just isn't going to work, though, no matter what you do. And just add to that, um, my school was coolest was like that the, my first semester of 10th grade. And then we had the school shooting when niggas was in the hallway having a shootout. Mm-hmm. And then it, everything changed. So, it was like that at first. And I first, because I was in military school before coolest. And I came to coolest and was like, oh, we can leave and walk up the street, Georgia Avenue, and get food. Crazy. And we can just go get dinner and you yeah, know, go, go to KFC or McDonald's yeah. for lunch. That's what it was. And for me. the niggas started shooting and they shut all that shit down. We grew up in a, in a, at a time, though, the three of us grew up in a time where it was not a common thing to have school shootings all the time. Once Columbine happened, this started becoming like a regular. Once it started happening to white people. Right, right. Because. Yeah, well, well, black people were getting shot black schools would have shootings. Yes. Can, can I say this without being racist? I want, I want to say something. You can't be racist because uh, you're black. Right. Yeah. Uh, racism, white supremacy, uh-huh. is a power to deny people their inalienable rights. Okay, 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 okay. So, uh, in, in black schools, it was like rivalry shootings, like gang shootings, uh-huh. like yes. neighborhood mm-hmm. beef shootings. Yes. Right. And these white schools, that is going in to shoot whoever they want. Yeah. Fucking crazy white people. Just, just shooting people. Just, just shooting, shooting people. people. You just yeah. shooting fucking people just because it's fun, I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. mentally disturbed. And you know, the thing is, and, and you know well, what? And, and the thing is, let me just say this too. 
mental it, mental health is an issue in the U.S., but there are plenty of mentally ill black folks that are in school and are not going to school and just shooting everybody. Because guess what? A lot of our black folks have PTSD from 